Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. La, 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 la. Welcome to my office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it kind of is now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a weird day. Uh, so some people here in our office, they're rearranging kind of desks and the whole sitting situation. And mm-hmm. basically, the, well, the only person who's really disrupted in this whole thing is me. Of course. Because the room I've been sitting in for the last several years Apparently, I'm no longer welcome in there. Yeah, another department is moving in there. And, you know, you worked in that room alone, and it's a huge room. Oh, yeah. You worked in that room alone for years. For a long time. And now you've been, you had to take your little filing cabinet, move it over here to this production studio where we record podcasts. Yeah, where oftentimes you walk in here and there's just crumbs everywhere. Yeah, not your crumbs. And remember that spell where it smelled like farts for a while? Yes. Yeah, so that's my new office. <laughs> uh-huh. Did you bring that chair with you, or is that the— uh, I did smuggle in the good chair. I took yeah. the crappy chair and put it back in the— Good. <laughs> so I took the good one. Now, did you write your name on that chair? I should. I did that when I first got here this morning, because there's people moving around here today. There's offices are being—and sh- I just have visions of somebody coming into my office and going, oh, I want that chair. So I— Wrote my name on it. That's actually a good idea. Yep. I probably should get on that. Mm-hmm. It has someone else's name on it. Does it? Did you cross it out? It says Karen on this chair. There is no Karen who works here. There's never been a Karen here. No. So I don't know where this chair came from, but I have Karen's chair. And maybe, she you give off, maybe you give off Karen vibe. Maybe I do. Maybe that's the real reason why I've been put well. into this windowless prison of a room. <laughs> but um, also, you know, this weekend has come and gone, and you mentioned that— uh, you keep showing up in my neighborhood to play pickleball in the elementary school. That's right, right by your house. That's in my neighborhood because See, you know the principal. Yeah, the principal, she lives down the street from me. So her and her husband and my beautiful bride and me play pickleball in the school gym. I didn't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, my mom was a teacher. You think I'd have been all over this, that from any time they wanted, a teacher or principal, whoever could just go into the school and be like, I'm going to shoot some hoops. I'm going yeah. to play some pickleball. I am shocked that, I mean, obviously, I don't come hang around in my workplace on my weekends. So no. it, I guess I'm not really surprised that there aren't teachers in there slam dunking on the mini hoops, you know, in the basketball court. But at the same time, I do sometimes go, why wouldn't you come in here? That's a pretty good work perk. Oh, yeah. To go in there and if all the pickleball courts in the city are busy, you have... An empty gymnasium you can go in. That's right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And just, it'd be very hard to go in there and play pickleball and not be like, who wants to go in net while I wire some clappers with the felt puck? Well, you know, it's because we always have to go into the equipment room. And that's what made me think like the the smell of an equipment room in a Mm. gym. That's what made me think that that's a good smell. It's not a bad smell. But when we go in there every week to set up the posts for the net and... 
it's like you see the trolley full of floor hockey sticks and you see the nets. Uh, they also have um, uh, little cars you can ride around on. Ooh. We don't ride. I would feel like I'd bust one of those in half, but they've got those that you can rip around in the gym on. It's an elementary school, so they have the, a lot of the stuff they have is really small, but it's still... I even sometimes think I would love to get some of the blue mats out and just see what I remember from my tumbling days back in the day. <laughs> oh, you know, boy. Can I still do a cartwheel? Probably that, not. That would be something to watch. <laughs> see if I could do a cartwheel. I'd break myself, I think. Nothing would be more humbling than <laughs> a grown adult trying to tumble again. Without any yeah. prior kind of warm up oh, or got that little springboard, you have to dive over the pummel horse and then land in a somersault. Oh, and stick geez, it. Jeez, that would go so badly. <laughs> oh, I used to love that as a kid, but now there aren't guys my age that do that. There aren't guys your age that do that. No, the thought of that, my back just started spasming <laughs> thinking about that. Now yeah. that gym, that gym, I've been in there before because that's where I go to vote because mm. I vote, not a big deal. Yeah, freedom. I don't like to brag, but I don't remember. Does that gym have that climbing system that pulls out from no, the wall? No, I immediately God. looked for that as soon as we, the first time, uh, Canada gym or what was it called? It was Canada something. And it was the, we've talked about this on this podcast before. Yeah. It was like. Two, or maybe you had the deluxe one, which we did at King George Elementary, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. It was like three, and they'd fold out from the wall, and there'd be ropes, there would be ladders, there would be swings. and It was the best. Oh, my God. that was When you showed up at gym class, when you were in elementary school, and you walked through the doors, and the gym teacher had that set up, it was like, Hallelujah. It was that was going to be the best gym class ever. There was no instruction to it. It was just you would just climb up. Kids, I want you forty then, feet in the air. Then jump into those big blue mats. Yeah, should we put some mats down? Eh, don't bother. Yeah, they're two inches thick of hard rubber. Yeah, it'll be fine. Elementary school gym. Yep, you can have a lot of fun in there. You sure can, as long as you're uh, in there legitimately and you're not just some weird guy showing up at an elementary school yeah. and going into the gym. Yeah, Don't be that guy. If you showed up to play pickleball and I was just standing in there, yeah, that would be weird. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. What if you could combine that whole jungle gym feeling, bottle it, and turn it into, I don't know, an oil change? You know what you would have? Lube City. Oh, yeah. They've yeah. taken that whole experience and made it just like you're back in elementary school gym class. Yeah, it's not like you're going to pull into Lube City and they're going to have a jungle gym set up for you. But you will have, like you said, you will that same feeling. Yeah, the on the giddiness. Inside. Yeah, the giddiness, the excitement. Yeah. If they were smart, Lube City would start selling, I don't know, car fresheners that smell like the uh, elementary school equipment, equipment room. room. Yeah. Or maybe would it be so bad if they set up a one of those... Jungle gym apparatus things in the spare bay. That's also a good idea. You can work on your tumbling as mm -hmm. they change your tires or oil. Now, there's 27 locations of Lube City. You're probably like, whew, which one works best for me? Well, you can make that decision for yourself. Just go to lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. It must feel a little bit like you're you're breaking the rules when you're walking into an empty school on a on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, because you come in through the uh, the, the kind of the back door to the school and the hallway is pitch black. Oh boy. And you got to hustle because you got to get you got to turn off the alarm. 
And yesterday we didn't get in quite fast enough, and the alarm did go off. Oh boy! So did police show up? No, they phoned though right away. Oh, he said no, 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 it's just us. Good thing you're with the print. Does she have like codes she has to give? I don't know. She took the phone call in another room. Oh, she must have secret codes. The principal codes. Oh man, that's cool. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Hey, I was saying a few minutes ago, I went to a grocery store yesterday. I went to Sobeys with my Save on Foods bag, which feels illegal, but apparently it's not. The rush you get walking out that door with a different store's bag oh. in your hands. Oh, yeah. baby. It's like jumping out of a plane without a parachute. Somebody said taking another brand's reusable, reusable bag into a different store, that's a power move. It says, I could have gone there, but I chose to come here. You're welcome. Mm. Okay, that's a good way of looking at it. That's a healthier way to look at it. On Friday, we were talking again, though, about that feeling you get when you, I don't know, you're in a mall or something and you're wearing a shirt from a certain store. And do you go into that store? I had this yesterday. I walked into a store. I was wearing pants that I bought in that store and you walk in and one of the first displays is boom they were the pants that I'm wearing did you still go in? I uh I hugged the walls yeah you know I kept out of sight if anyone came near me asking if I needed help mm-hmm. I like, no no I'm good. please leave I'm good well it's sort of like when you go to we talked about this on Friday you go to Canadian Tire and you're going in to return something they tackle you on the way in the door and they put a sticker on the item to say that you already own it like you're going in there to return it. It's proof that you actually paid for the thing. Now you're going to return it. I'm thinking that if you try and walk into the Nike store and you're wearing a Nike hoodie already, they just put a sticker on you on your way in the door to prove that that's your hoodie. I don't know. Why does this make me so uncomfortable? I always feel like people are going to think I'm a thief. This person says, I bought lipstick a couple of months ago. It was the perfect color, but I didn't like the way it felt on my face. So I kept it in my purse until I remembered to look for that color in a different type of lipstick. I finally remembered last week. I took it out, held it up to the other lipsticks, and hoped someone saw me take it out of my purse as proof that it was mine because when I was finished shopping, I had to put it back into my purse Mm. and I felt like I was going to get arrested. I do the same thing with my phone. Like if I pull my phone out in a store, I will always make sure that when I put it back in my pocket, I'm standing in front of an employee doing it, you know, as a witness. Because I don't want them to think, hey, where did that guy just slip into his pocket? Am I all up in my head when I shop? No, clearly not. Mm. Not at all. I uh, like to live dangerously. So when I put my phone in my pocket, I don't look around at all. No? I'm like, tackle me, bro. Do you, That's the vibe I'm putting out there. Do you shoulder check before you put it in your pocket, just to draw a little more suspicion to yourself? I'm not going to lie. I don't think about the phone thing at all. Really? No. The oh. lipstick thing I could understand. Why You pull out the lipstick and you're holding it, and then you have to put it back in your bag? Yeah. That would make me a little nervous. The phone, not so much. Uh, are we all crazy? I was telling you, I was in a mall yesterday, and I saw a guy walking around. Oh. Uh, some people will carry a coffee, maybe an Orange Julius. Uh, this guy was walking around the mall carrying a two-liter carton of 1% milk, and that's what he was drinking in the mall. And Nobody uh, needs that much <laughs> milk at once, right? If, if that guy can walk around with a two-liter carton of milk, you can slip your phone back in your pocket. Mm, but do you think the two-liter carton of milk is maybe just a, a cry for some attention? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe yeah. he was worried about his uh, bone density. I don't know. Yeah. Curvature of the spine? I don't know. He needed that calcium real bad. 
This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So this, we're talking about things that are that feel illegal, but they're not. I don't really get that liquor store one. I've never had that feeling before. Texting in the liquor store feels yeah. illegal. I always feel like the employees think I'm buying for someone who can't buy for themselves. Ooh, I never thought of that before, but now I'm going to think of that all the time. Thanks for planting that seed, Colby. I never really, no, that never occurred to me before. No, me neither, but now that that seed is planted. Yeah, they're oh out of sourpuss. <laughs> oh my God, he's clearly texting underage kids. Yeah, like a guy that looks like me, if I go to the counter with sourpuss, immediately they're like, who are you giving that to? Because I don't look like a sourpuss guy, do I? No, you don't. No, no, no that's one that, uh, you know, sometimes you get ID'd if you don't look old enough and sometimes you'll get id to be like you're too old to be buying this oh this one man i lived this experience this past summer somebody texted and said i went to a local brewery this past weekend didn't realize i was wearing their t-shirt i felt like a try hard i get that one Uh i get it a lot but what's worse wearing the brewery's t-shirt inside their brewery or wearing a brewery t-shirt to a different brewery that's exactly what happened to me I was wearing a sea change t-shirt this summer. I was on my bike and uh, I went to, I think it was Bent Stick, went to one of the other ones with a sea change shirt on. I put my hoodie on that I had in my backpack just to cover the t-shirt, even though I was sweating profusely. That just just screams, your beer's fine, but you'll never beat this team. Yeah, I'm not going to wear your t-shirt. It's fine. It's fine. It's the fashion equivalent of spitting in their face. Yeah, kind of, isn't it? Uh, Somebody else said, so I was in grocery management for a long time, and they are very aware of customers who bring other stores' bags in. It would often get brought up in meetings. Basically, a pat on the back for stealing the competitors' customers. Honestly, you might even get better service because of it. Really? You see me in a Sobeys with my save-on bag, and you're going to give me better service? They're like, we're going to win this guy over for good. I get what he's saying. I get the logic, the breadcrumbs he's laying down. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe we're overthinking this. I think deep down, uh, the person at Safeway doesn't care if I have a save-on bag. No, probably not. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You know, speaking of the grocery store, though, this one was funny. We were laughing at this backstage. Taking groceries out of someone's shopping cart. It's not stealing in any way but it just feels wrong. First of all, why are you taking stuff out of other people's grocery carts? No, it's not stealing, but now you've messed up their shopping trip. Even just walking down the aisle and someone's left their cart kind of right in the middle and you got to push it to the side to get around it, just moving someone else's cart just feels so wrong. And people go over the top offended when you move their shopping cart. What is that? Like Like it's a personal attack on you? Yeah, they feel real precious about that thing. I don't understand that one. Somebody said, good morning. Once I went to a Jays game and, of course, bought a really nice, expensive hat. I left the tags on because it was the cool thing to do. Absolutely. A week later, back home, I went into a sports store in the mall wearing the hat with the tags and all. On the way out, I got stopped by security. I pleaded my innocence. Cops were called and we had to go to the game film to prove I had not stolen the hat. Lesson learned? Remove your damn tags on your hats. It's not cool. Oh, what? Did you ever go through that phase, Bryce? Where you leave the tags on the hat? No, I never the did. stickers thankfully. on the hat? No, I've always removed the tags and I've always curved the brim, too. Not me. Don't like tags, don't like a flat brim. But 
You know that one sticker that everybody seems to leave on their hat? Are you supposed to leave that on? No. No, okay. I think some people in rap videos did it once, and then everyone started doing it. And look at the, the guff. Look at the dust that's being kicked up. Speaking of shopping bags, one more, and then we've got to move on. I have shopping bags from around the world and often get compliments. I have bags from England, Ireland, and Greece. And you, Bryce Kelly, your reaction to that text was, you do not. (laughs) I don't want to call you a liar, but I can't picture anyone at a grocery store being like, oh my God, where did you get that bag? Like, I just can't see that being a thing you get Are you may- Well, maybe you and I are bag blind. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe other people... Because I have a couple of really nice shopping bags. I like to think people are noticing them because I bought them in a far-off land. But nobody has ever complimented me on my shopping bags. No. Ever. No. I have like a, a Halloween-themed bag we got one year. And when you use the Halloween-themed bag at non-Halloween times, I feel judged. Yeah. You know, I, I feel judged. But, but nobody's ever said, oh, sweet jack-o'-lantern bag. I've never been complimented on no. my Halloween bag. Uh, maybe that's it. We should talk about that. The strangest thing you've ever had a compliment for. The strangest thing you've ever been complimented for. And I was just thinking about this. I was complimented on my walking form last Ooh, summer. Oh, that's nice. By an elderly couple in a park near my house. Like they had, they kind of, I was walking towards them. And they gave me the, like they were waving at me as I approached them. And I thought, oh, what's going on? So I had to pull my headphones out. And uh, they said, they told me they watch me go by every afternoon and admire my pace. And uh, they also told me that sometimes they worry if they don't see me for a couple of days, which I don't know if that's creepy or adorable. Oh, that's nice. If you ever get kidnapped, <laughs> at least someone will care. Yeah, they don't know my name or where I come from. Well, that's a nice know, feeling. Oh, the walking man hasn't been by in a few days. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. I once got a compliment during a parallel park. Uh-huh. And I've been walking on cloud nine ever since. It was probably a decade ago. Did a crowd gather? In my head, they did. Yeah. In reality, I think it was just one person. <laughs> but, man, I was walking tall that day. <laughs> this is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We just started talking about the strangest compliment you ever received from somebody. Janelle said, I was in China for work. Someone complimented me by saying they liked how my nose came out of my face. Mm. I did not feel like it was a compliment. It's a weird way to say it. Yep. I mean, I think the thought was there. That happened. Oh, for sure. You know, one more. I think someone was saying something nice, but it came off as creepy. I was walking my dog once and a guy was like, ooh, your dog has very nice skin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy. I think he means fur. Yeah. But, uh... Something about it felt so wrong. Uh, a gynecologist told me I had a beautiful cervix during an examination. Ooh. It was nice, but also very strange. Yeah, it's a weird time to be dishing out compliments. Your cervix should be in magazines. <laughs> Another one just came in and said, my dentist's assistant told me I have a deep mouth. Oh. She realized what she said after she said it. <laughs> deep mouth. Oh my God, look at all these. I like these. This is good. Ooh. There's some really good ones. Speaking of ultrasounds, when I was very pregnant, this was many years ago, the tech complimented me on the fact that I had no stretch marks. Congratulations. Well done. Well done. Well done. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one right here is... This is from Tara. 
I was in an elevator at work. A random gem- gentleman complimented me on my perfect toes. I didn't know how to respond. Also, my toes are very ordinary. Well, Tara, uh, send some pictures of your toes to Bryce. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe we're being too hard about your own toes. Maybe they they're, are perfect. They're probably great toes, Tara. Stop beating yourself up, okay? What, what if you're in the elevator and some guy's just like, oh, you got perfect toes. Do you mind if I take a picture? And then all of a sudden, uh, you find out that's the new boss. Oh, yeah. You know what? First of all, we it, what year is it? 2023. I think so. We're not complimenting people on parts of their physical being. Yeah, You're not supposed go, to be doing that anymore. That can go sideways for you. This one, I have my own ultrasound compliment from a few years ago. I discovered a small lump in my breast, went for an ultrasound. They looked and looked and looked. The tech finally said, there's nothing here that looks suspicious. You just have small, lumpy breasts. Oof. Wow. Wow. Hard to walk away with your head held high on that one. Hey, uh, well, on the bright side, it was nothing you needed to be worried about. Yeah, medically you're fine. Oh, boy. A dentist complimented me on my good large nasal cavities. She emphasized the large. Apparently, it's a contributing factor for good teeth. Who knew? Aaron. Aaron, congratulations on having large nasal cavities. Wow. That's something. Someone just texted, said, I was told by a no-frills checkout clerk that I looked like a middle-aged Clark Kent. I was 26 at the time. Oh, boy. Yeah, that compliment doesn't uh, hit as well as probably they intended it to. How about this one? After COVID, my co-workers, who had never seen me without a mask, were shocked at what I looked like. One of them scrunched, scrunched up her face and said, Oh, my God, you're, like, pretty. Oh. It didn't seem... It didn't seem like you'd be pretty. Yeah. That's wow. Fun. That's, uh, the thought was there. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you're pretty. But, you know, it just came off as, oh my God. up until now, you've looked really ugly. Uh-huh. I'm I just, surprised. I thought you were a hideous. Yeah. I just thought you were grotesque. I thought I was looking at a gargoyle on that Zoom call. Like, I thought, like, every time I looked at you, I had to go wash my eyeballs. But, uh, turns out I don't have to. This one. A compliment I received just a couple of weeks ago. A coworker said that if she ever needed dentures, she wants them to look like my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this one, last year for my company Christmas party, I bought a suit. The wife of one of the managers told me I looked really good. I reminded her of her father because he was buried in a very similar suit. <laughs> oh, her dead father. <laughs> So I looked like a dead guy at a Christmas party, question mark? <laughs> Strange compliment? Sure. Oh, I like this one. It says, I'm not even sure what I meant when I said this to a coworker, but we were out for dinner and he started to tell a story about his family, specifically his dad. I had to interrupt him and let him know that I always just assumed he didn't have a dad. He just didn't seem like the type. He was giving off no dad vibe? Giving off uh, daddy's gone vibes. Oh, what is the daddy's gone vibe? I wonder, can somebody explain that? Yeah, just an, a general emptiness? Mm-hmm. I don't know. God, these are... Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to get all these on the radio, but there are a ton of them coming in. Just the strangest compliment you ever received. Here's somebody else who was complimented on their ovaries during an ultrasound. 
Wow. Yeah. I thought that's uh, something that you'd keep on the inside. Mm-hmm. But apparently there are people, oh my God, these are lovely ovaries. You have some absolutely handsome ovaries. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hi, I got complimented on parking my truck because I back up into it. Well, I used to before my truck got stolen, but Oh, yeah. ooh, wow. So yeah. a crowd gathered and watched you back into a stall and then you got out and was there like, was there a slow well, clap? There a couple of guys there and they're like, wow, for a chick, you backed that up well. I was oh. like, Oh, barf, oh, really? They, they said that? Yeah. Ugh. Tell me about getting your but, truck stolen, though, too. I want to hear about that. Did you ever get it back? I happened just, like, Halloween. Oh, so you... Yeah. Do, did you get it back? No, not yet. Do you want it back? Yes. Really? I mean, it's an old truck, but, yeah. Uh, it's an old diesel, you know? Like, it... it, it it's hard for it to get going, but once it gets going, it's good. Mm-hmm. I would always be like, what went on inside this thing while it was away? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But I, I'm not sure I'm going to get it back because there, like, I have a kill switch on my truck, which if you don't know where it is and turn it on, it won't start. Yeah. So they pushed it because we've seen it on our neighbor's, like, video. Yeah. They pushed it. Onto a flatbed. Oh, so wow, I don't they, think I'm getting it back. They, they knew what they were after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. And now, if the bad guys are listening, they're like, "Ah, kill switch." Thank you, Garner. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. And this text came in. Uh, I had my car stolen. I wish. I really wish it hadn't come back to me. It was really weird, and I just felt violated. Drive violated driving it after that. There were suspicious white stains in the back seat. It was summer, and they had left a donair in the back seat. The officer that found it actually told me, whatever you do, do not open the doors. He said he almost threw up. The shop steam cleaned it five times and still was not able to get that smell out. Worst experience ever. That would be one of those things, too. Like, every time you went to pick somebody up in that car... As soon as they got in, you'd have to tell the whole story about the donair in the backseat and it was stolen. And no one would believe you. They were just trying to think you were covering something up. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>